Cracking, y'all already know me, Mr. Famous Brand himself. We are here. Uh, of course, I got a few of the homies with, or a couple of the homies with me, I should say. Uh, we got TZ in the building. We got Morris Peanut in the building. What's good, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's going on? What's good? What's good? What's happening? What's cracking? Um, so, yeah. So, you know, like I said, we got a couple of the homies in the building. So, we're going to uh, switch it up. We're going to do a little something that we haven't done in a little while. Uh, we're gonna give y'all a little a little sports chop up today. So um we're gonna go ahead and kick it off with uh with something that I feel like has been going around since uh November 6th. Um I got a clip, you know, to play. You know, if we do do a visual, then of course y'all will see what I'm talking about. But essentially, uh, I wanna get into November 6th uh NBA talk. Um the Heat versus the Lakers, in which the Lakers did uh, lose by one point. Um, I think it was 108 to 107. Uh, they lost. And there's been a lot of conversation in regards to specifically LeBron James, you know, which is pretty uh, normal by now, unfortunately. Um, not the best talk. But uh, nevertheless, we're going we gonna to get into the clip in regards to this last play of the game. Um, and then we're going to get into a couple things in regards to everything that's that's being talked about so on this final possession let's set the table 8.9 seconds to go lakers down by one the heat do have a foul to give lakers are out of timeouts torian prince will inbound for la james brings free butler on it butler reaches cross court it's reddish it's off the mark that he didn't have enough elevation to get that shot off. You saw Jimmy was trying to take a foul initially. Great contest by Bam as a weak side defender there on the help and Reddish with a great look. Just Proper basketball play by the... All right, so that's that's the play that happened. Um, for those who you know may not see this, for those who may have missed the game, uh, essentially, um, the game at the time was at 108-107 with the Heat in the lead. Uh, in, they inbounded the ball to LeBron James, in which Jimmy Butler was guarding him at the perimeter. Uh, LeBron James drove into the paint, you know, as we know that he does or he will do. Um, upon getting to the goal, he kicked it out to Cam Reddish for a corner three. And unfortunately for the Lakers, uh, Cam Reddish Cam Reddish missed the corner three to win the game. Um, so, like I said, uh, you know, as a Boston fan, obviously I don't give a fuck about the Lakers. You know, fuck them and they lost. But I am a fan of LeBron James. You know, I will say that at the end of the day. Um, so, of course, because this did happen to the Lakers and because this did happen to 
LeBron James specifically. Of course, we have the haters rolling in, which the biggest conversation is that, once again, that quote-unquote LeBron is not clutch or, you know, this, that, and the third. Um, obviously, I have my thoughts, you know, especially being a big basketball fan, a big NBA fan. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the floor to the to the to the homies first. Uh, Peanut, I'm gonna let you go first. I think if I'm not mistaken, I know you a Lakers fan. Yeah, um, I am. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I mean, you know, obviously you have your thoughts about the loss, but um, as far as the talk specifically in regards to that play, I don't know if you actually caught it when it happened or not. Um, but in regards to that play, in regards to the loss and whatnot, what are your what are your thoughts? Um. For people who watch basketball and you watch LeBron James a lot, you realize that sometimes he will use himself as a decoy because people aren't expecting that. Now, if he'd have made this shot, we wouldn't have this conversation and nobody would question him. But because he gave the shot up, it wasn't there. I felt like he used himself as a decoy in a way, like a 50-50. Like, if it's there, I'll take it. If it's not, I'll kick out. But this is the same shot that, I mean, other players pass up. Granted, I mean, I don't want to lose, but, I mean, shit, we've been losing. Losing is normal at this point as a Laker fan. Every game is 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not upset about it because if he made it, it would have been, oh, what a clutch pass from LeBron. But because he missed it, oh, LeBron doesn't have the clutch gene and da 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 And – my view of LeBron has changed over the years. Once I opened my eyes and really started like just paying attention and stopped getting into the Kobe LeBron debate, and I actually started watching. That's what LeBron does. He did it his first year in Cleveland. His second year back, his second uh, year in Cleveland, he did it in Miami. He does. He does. He used himself as a decoy. I mean, shit. It doesn't mean that he's not clutch. It is what it is. It's basketball. He made a, a high IQ play. Man was open in the corner. They double down on Braun. Of course, I'm gonna kick it out. So, I'm, shit, it is what it is with me. Okay, all right. Quick shout out to the Lakers. You know, y'all trash as hell, but hey, man, cut the tape. No, we don't cut the tape for that. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> shit, but okay, fair, fair assessment. You know, fair assessment. Uh, Trey. Um, I'm pretty sure you know. I'm pretty sure you didn't catch the catch the play in real time. Um, you know, I already know. You know, you're struggling with the Hornets, so that's all another conversation that you know we don't have to have. But uh, what what are, do you have any thoughts as far as the play or LeBron James being you know a clutch player or you know whatever the case? You know, individuals that are upset. And with LeBron, at LeBron James for that play, it's the same individuals that be making us upset on 2K. <laughs> I'm convinced because I seen niggas on 2K try to make that shot over three niggas. I want to. I've done it. <laughs> and so just by playing 2K, nigga, that's not the smartest move. He's going up. He got two people draped on him. In a way, you got Cam Reddish on the corner, wide open. I heard Cam Reddish in my mind, yeah, corner, corner. 
Cold nut. Cold fucking nut, bro. That that was the smart play. The smart play was the driving kick. And I mean, it's just unfortunate Cam Reddish didn't hit that bitch. Not gonna always hit them bitches. But to say that LeBron James doesn't have a clutch gene, that was a clutch pass. Facts. That was a clutch pass. It's, it's niggas that's done that and then turned the ball over. Mm-hmm. But did you see how crisp that fucking pass was when they when they slowed it down? That shit had the right amount of speed and touch on it. That was clutch. <laughs> the right amount of finesse. The right amount. You know what I'm saying? And this nigga's old in NBA years, bro. <laughs> He's still playing at this high of fucking... Enjoy this fucking ride, bro. Why are y'all complaining? Enjoy what the fuck we are witnessing. I don't even watch basketball. I watch highlights. And I am enjoying the fuck out of this ride, bro. This nigga is 30-something. Pushing 30, 40. 38, 39, I think. Yeah, pushing 40. Yeah, he is twenty first season now, right? Twenty first season or twenty, and I still give you twenty five, ten, and ten if you feel like it. Niggas just need to enjoy it. Like, why you putting all these expectations on LeBron when anybody else at that age wouldn't have any expectations? That you you would be enjoying. The intel into the season, but for LeBron they'd back, James, they'd be a background player. You know what I'm saying? But for LeBron James, oh, this, that, and the third. I'm like, bro, just chill. He out here just hooping. Let that nigga hoop, man. Cause you gonna miss him when he go. <laughs> man, one one year we gonna go to start the NBA season, and he not gonna be there. Brian not gonna be the topic of conversation because he won't be suiting up. He won't be suiting up at all, bro. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't y'all don't roll this man back for his whole career. Let that nigga have a season where you not doing that. They not gonna do that. Hmm? They not gonna do that. Brian too much of a he he too much of a he too much of a threat to the throne. And I don't know if y'all remember a conversation we had a minute ago where I think I asked like. Is it a problem that the goats that we call goats or that we knew were goats, like everything is up for them? LeBron is a threat to the throne, bro. So he gonna, he gonna get that, he gonna get that hate. Cause he in that conversation. And if you say he not top five, if him I don't know if Kobe, you know basketball. If him and Kobe not in your top five or MJ is not three of the five that you finna talk about. We can't we can't have no conversation. Fair enough, man. But yeah, I um I agree. Cause you know, I, I've been saying it for the longest. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't it still doesn't make sense to me that you have a LeBron James in season twenty one. 38 39 years old and he still he has to be the best player on his team like he's obligated to be the best player on his team that's wild you have an anthony davis who you literally cannot rely on and that that will give you that will give you 20 and 10 or 15 one night and the next night give you five and 
five and seven. Next night he hurt. And then you have to consider the fact that hey, he may get hurt and he may be out a few games. So that's 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 number one. And I and I highly agree, Trey. At this point, LeBron James' career is is definitely time to enjoy this ride. You know, if he's gonna get another championship, that's questionable. But just from a general standpoint, from an individual standpoint, you have to enjoy the ride that we have that is LeBron James. Because yes, once this once this nigga does come out and say, hey, this is it, this is my year, this is my farewell tour, whatever the fuck they want to call it, he gonna be missed. There's no doubt about that. Um, as far as the, the play is concerned, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. And I hate, I hate that. I don't understand how we, the conversation is about LeBron James yet another player is the one that missed the shot. And let's keep in mind, this is a wide open shot. So let, let's, 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 let's break it down a little bit. So you have LeBron James gets the inbound. Like I said, Jimmy Butler is guarding him. Jimmy Butler is a, is a pretty good defender. There's no denying that. That's you right. have Jimmy Butler on him. Of course, yes, LeBron is going to drive to the goal. You know, that's his bread and butter. Um, we all know that LeBron James is not, you know, the, the best shooter. He can make them, but he's not the best shooter. We all know that. And that's okay. LeBron James is driving to the goal with Jimmy Butler on his ass. LeBron James gets to the goal with Jimmy Butler on him as well as Bam Adebayo sitting there waiting at the goal. Jumping as high as he fucking can to block this fucking shot if it ha- if he happens to put it up. So, why would y'all expect any basketball player, let alone LeBron James, to put up a shot on two great defenders? Two good, I mean, if not great defenders. Two of the least best defenders that did. One that's that can guard you anywhere. The other one that's that that can guard you in the paint. And that can more than likely get a block on you. Why would y'all expect him to take that shot? And yeah, you can. And 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 there, there's an argument that you could say, well, you know, he could have tried to, to he could have he could have got fouled and you know made the free throws. And you know, of course, Skip Bayless is one of the ones that talk about LeBron's free throw percentage and whatnot. Who's to say he would have got that call? Because let's not forget that 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 one time that I can't remember who they played against. It might have been us, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was us. When when he went to the goal, and I'll admit, yeah, he got fouled. It was a foul, and it did not get called. So who's to say he would have got that call in them last few seconds? We all know how the refs do. So let let's let's start with that bullshit right there. Um, it was another another thing I was seeing in like you know different comments that was saying, well, why didn't he give it? Why didn't he just pass it to uh, Christian Wood that was sitting you know there in the paint with him? Why the fuck would he set his teammate up like that? Because yeah, you got Jimmy and Bam who you know jumped up for the shot when LeBron put it up, but once they come down, they already turning around and waiting for the waiting for the ball to come up easily. So why the fuck would he set his teammate up like that? 
That's just two. And then he, and then Christian Wood got somebody on his back. I can't remember exactly who it is, but he got somebody on his back. He got a he got a, uh, an opponent on his back. So why would he set his teammate up like that? That's not a good basketball play in a team basketball setting. If anything, that's fucking stupid. Let's go ahead and put that out. Um, in regards to 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 Cam Reddish. Now, what I will say in regards to Cam Reddish, looking at if we're going to talk numbers and shit, Cam Reddish is currently a 32% career, as far as his career, he's a 32% three-point shooter, which is not that good, if we're going to be honest. And that's fair. It's not It's not a good three-point percentage. It's not necessarily a person that you will want to take that shot. But at the same time, he's in the fucking NBA. And he's wide open in the corner, which is the best three-point shot that you could take if we're going to talk about three-point shots. So, I I don't understand, like I said in the beginning, why is the conversation about LeBron James when he made a clutch play? Because I think Peanut said it earlier. LeBron knew that the defense was going to collapse on him. Either him, Darwin Ham, whoever, you know, set up the play, drew the play up. They knew to use LeBron as, as a decoy, as Peanut said earlier. Worked out perfect. So why wouldn't I dish it out to a wide open motherfucker sitting in the corner for a game win? Like I, I, I just don't understand. And then if we if we're if we're gonna talk about talk about the, the clutch gene. And whatnot. You know, just being honest, LeBron James is top five clutch players uh in the NBA, in NBA history. To be exact, he's number three. That might be something y'all motherfuckers don't know. But you know, we don't want to give LeBron that credit because we we've been choking this nigga the fuck out his whole fucking career for no fucking reason. But yeah, LeBron James is top three clutch players in NBA history. Behind Michael Jordan, which, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. And I can't even remember who the second person is. And then, of course, you know, motherfuckers wanted to throw in, you know, Kobe. Newsflash, Kobe is 12. He's the 12th clutchest player. So... You know, God rest Kobe's soul. All respect to Kobe. You know, I've never been a Kobe fan, obviously, because I'm a Boston fan. Um, but all respect to Kobe. Kobe not even in the conversation. If we talking about clutch shit, to a degree. If we're looking at the bigger picture, if we talking about a clutch gene. Let's also not act like that LeBron doesn't take clutch shots. Because he's taken plenty of them and made plenty of them. And also another news flash, you know, yes, Jordan is considered the most clutch player in NBA history. But if we're going to talk about specifics or if we're going to make that a smaller picture, LeBron statistically is more clutch than Jordan in the playoffs. You can look it up. Is there? Sorry, not sorry, but is there?
especially for the motherfuckers that say numbers don't lie, it's there. But you know, in, in in regards to to the to the play specifically, I don't understand how you can say if somebody doesn't have a clutch gene, regardless if they make a clutch shot or they make a clutch play. And honestly, it's harder to make the clutch play. So I don't understand why LeBron James doesn't doesn't get his credit. You know, they say like you know he not a dog. He not he's not. Uh, what, what's 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 the term? I can't even think of the the specific term that they that they say or whatever. But it's no way that you can you can say that about LeBron James. Like y'all really gotta y'all really gotta stop this shit. And like Trey said before, like in, enjoy the fucking ride while you can. I mean, you know, granted, I think I think the goal for LeBron James, if I'm not mistaken, is, you know, for him to to play with the son or his son make it to the NBA and, you know, they playing in the NBA together to some degree or whatever. But, you know, father time at the end of the day is father time. And I mean, yeah, LeBron James is, you know, one of the, is one of those athletes that's in the best shape. But. You never know what can happen. So, I don't know, bro. It, it's it's sometimes sometimes it just pisses me off, bro. Because like I said, I'm a LeBron fan. I hate that I'm a LeBron fan. I hate that he's on the Lakers. But at the end of the day, I'm a LeBron fan, and I'm a damn sure enjoy this fucking ride while he's here. I'm trying to tell you, Thanks. but you, there's there's no way that you can convince me that LeBron James does not have a clutch gene. Period. Just because he doesn't take the shot that you wanted him to take yeah, doesn't mean he doesn't have a clutch gene. If he's setting, if he's setting the shot up, that's still clutch. Because you're still orchestrating that in a, in a clutch moment. Exactly. You're drawing that play up. You figuring out how that's about to happen. You about to ride this pain. I'm about to beat a bait because they're gonna think I'm gonna take it. And I'm gonna make a crisp ass dope pass to set up for the three ball or whatever else. It just didn't happen to fall. But that pass was nice. It was perfect. It was perfect. The shot was just missed. People just people just not into the art of the pass no more, man. You know, they just want to see the big shot. Somebody need to have a big shot. Need an ISO. The problem is, the problem is that we we've we've had too many conversations between LeBron and and Michael Jordan, and it's and it's it's disrespectful one to say that LeBron James is not a clutch player or doesn't have a clutch dream. Um, it's another is highly disrespectful, like Peanut said to not have LeBron James in your top five all time. But how many other people are we having conversations to compare to Michael Jordan? Yeah. And I mean, multiple people have those conversations every fucking day. 
And people say he don't have a clutch gene after he him making these clutch defensive plays. Offensive and defensively. Mm-hmm. He like, has it on do, both sides. Do we of forget the LeBron equal dollar block? That's what I'm saying. Like you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> a clutch for, play. Do we forget that LeBron led the Cavaliers to beat the Warriors at their probably the best Warriors team? And beat them when they were up 3-1 and ended up winning the fucking championship. Do we forget that? They don't get no more question that, bro. That's never been I don't I don't I don't think that's never if I'm not mistaken, that's never been done. I may be wrong. But that's I don't think that's never been done. Like niggas, niggas gotta stop it, bro. Niggas really gotta stop it. And if he if he's not like honestly, if he's not your GOAT, that's okay. But like I said, to say that he doesn't have a clutch dream gene, to say that he's not like a dog, to say that you know, like just to say like different little shit is disrespectful as fuck. Yeah, you gonna have to show me you can do that first. crazy bro like honestly like I, I like I ain't trying to you know sound like like a like a dick rider or no shit like that but to be honest LeBron James is one of the best things that ever happened to the NBA I'm gonna go oh, ahead no, and put facts. it out there that's facts he's one that. of the best things that has happened to the NBA coming straight out of high school coming straight out of fucking high school Straight out of high school, bro. This nigga don't have no outside blemish to his career. Meanwhile, your goats, Michael Jordan, has a gambling problem. <laughs> let, let, let's not forget, he <laughs> lost majority stake of the Charlotte Hornets because of his fucking gambling problem. Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, respect to him in his game. You know, granted, allegedly... He had some outside shit that came to the public with the white bitch. Granted, you know, it it, it didn't, uh, like I said, it was alleged. But nevertheless, it came the fuck out. It's a blemish. LeBron James doesn't have that. LeBron James go to fucking work every fucking night when he can. Got a beautiful family, then did shit for the community, then built the school and 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 all this other shit, and don't have a blemish on this fucking career, aside from the bullshit that y'all want to fucking talk about for no fucking reason. Like just 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 embrace it, bro. It's it's okay. It's okay. If you feel like Michael Jordan is the is your goat. That is okay, but embrace LeBron James. If you feel like Kobe Bryant is your GOAT, that is okay. Embrace LeBron James. If you feel like Kareem or, you know, Shaq, Magic, whoever, aside from LeBron James, if that's your GOAT, embrace LeBron James. It is okay. 
Because there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to, bro. That shit ridiculous, man. It's like, damn, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like, if he if he would have fucked around and took that took that that drive, you know, try to force a layup or some shit. Oh, LeBron ain't got a clutch gene. If he would have fucked around and 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 somehow created a shot of midi or a post shot and didn't make it. Oh, LeBron ain't got no clutch gene. This nigga set up the perfect fucking play for his teammate. And it's LeBron James' fault that his teammate missed a wide open fucking shot. What are we talking about? <laughs> what they want are we talking about? They want to disrespect this nigga to just make fucking everything. It don't work like that. <laughs> it don't work like that. And it never will. It's crazy, bro. I don't know, man. And I know me saying all this shit. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make much of a difference. But I'm. I'm perfectly willing to for anybody to come on this show and have this fucking debate about LeBron James and and clutch shit and whatever the fuck. Because I. I mean, we can have a conversation, and I can pull plenty of clips to play on this fucking show to disregard whatever the fuck you're talking about as far as a clutch team. I can pull up clips. I can pull up stats. It, it don't matter, bro. We can have that conversation. But at, at the end of the day, like Trey said, we, we have to enjoy and embrace LeBron James while we still have him here. As simple as that. That's facts. Because, like, like I said, you gonna miss him. Definitely gonna I miss mean, him. I mean, the, the league is in the league is in good hands. <clears throat> the league's the league is in good hands, but it ain't gonna be another Bron. Nope. But I mean, we got Vic. We got Victor. We been Yama. Wimby's Wimby Wimby been all right. Wimby's not been bad. But Wimby's been all right. I'm, I'm still I mean, a little... That's, that's, that's a different... That's going to be a different ring, man. It ain't going to be bronze ring. So, we're going to never have another one, another bronze. Yeah. And that, sure. that nigga was fun to, is fun to watch. Steel. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch because nobody has an IQ like him. Yeah. But until somebody want to come up here and and have that conver conversation, you know, at the at the moment I digress. But I said what the fuck I said. But um, you know, from from a general standpoint, uh, as as far as the NBA is concerned, um, I think it's I think it's been pretty good. It's been pretty solid. Um. I know a big conversation has been in regards to the the in season tournament, 
um me personally when i when it was first introduced i didn't understand what the fuck it was what it meant how it was broken down you know all that shit and to be honest i, I low-key kind of didn't look into it probably as deep as i should have um so we we got a clip in regards to you know just a, a short breakdown in regards to the in season tournament tournament for niggas that may not fully understand you know what it is what's the concept you know all of that so we'll uh we'll play that um and then we'll have our uh our thoughts on it welcome to the rundown i'm bobby Corella. Today we're talking about a new wrinkle to the regular season, the first ever NBA in-season tournament. Let's face it, the regular season can be a long slog. It's an 82-game marathon. And while things do usually heat up along with the weather come springtime, we still have a few months of games to get through before that. So to pumpkin spice things up and keep things a little fresh in the fall, the NBA decided to introduce a new tournament format that gives every team a little something extra to play for between now and Christmas. Here's how it works. Teams from each conference were divided into three five-team groups. Those teams will play a round robin, and the team with the best record after group play will move on to the quarterfinals. A fourth wildcard team from each conference will also advance. The Mavs kick off their group play on November 3rd against the Denver Nuggets. They'll also play the LA Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, and Houston Rockets. All of these games count in the IST group standings and also in the regular season standings. They're not additional games, they're part of the 82 game schedule. The eight teams which advance will proceed to a knockout style bracket and the four winning teams in that round get to go hang out in Las Vegas for a few days, playing in the semifinals on December 7th and the finals on December 9th. The quarters and semis games also count toward the regular season standings, only the final game doesn't. But something else is on the line in that game. Pride in the NBA Cup, sure, yeah but also money. Players on the winning team will each receive $500,000. Players that finish second place, they get 200,000 bones. Players on the teams that lose in the semifinals, they each get 100 grand, and then players on the teams that lose in the quarterfinals, they get $50,000 each. It's not a bad chunk of change. Teams that don't advance will play two games against their fellow losers on December 6th and December 8th. Now, fans are divided on this, with some appreciating the change of pace and what's historically otherwise been kind of a boring part of the schedule. Others, though, think it's just kind of a gimmick. How do you feel about it? Drop a comment below and let us know. Me, personally, I say, hey, whether you love it or hate it, let's just give it a chance and see what happens. We gotta play all 82 games, no matter what, so we might as well just add a little more importance to some of them, maybe try something new. Maybe we'll all end up falling in love with it. There's only one way to find out, though, and that's to let the games begin and see what happens. We'll see you next time. All right, so so that's a um, <clears throat> like I said, that's a small breakdown of the end season tournament. Um, essentially, you know, like uh, I can't even I don't even know who uh, who cuz is. Uh, my bad, I can't give you a credit. But um, but yeah, end season tournament is going on. Um, what I will add to that is those specific games they are played on Fridays. Um, I think every game that's played on on Friday is an in-season tournament game. That essentially leads up to the the championship game in December. Um, so I do I do want to you know ask the fellas and and trade you know especially as somebody somebody that doesn't like you said before you know you don't you don't get the chance to to watch basketball like that. Um, 
do you have any particular thoughts on the the end season tournament based off of that explanation? I think it's kind of dope, bro. Uh, honestly, um, when you look at the grand scheme of things, so you have players that are, you know, playing for money and bragging rights, of course. It's, it's, it's not adding any extra games to it. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all accumulated in the regular season. So you have these teams, you know, that, you know, they can get hot and have a nice little winner and they still have something to play for, you know, sometimes, you know, and, and injuries take effect later down the road. Now they, 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 they fallen out of the playoffs. So, I mean, it, it just makes it to where everybody want to play for something and shit does get born around a certain time because you just you know playing playing basketball then your stars be ready to sit and all the other type shit so i mean it's how dope to me yeah i agree man um i think it's i think it's good for the game um especially with uh with individuals saying that um that the nba hasn't been as competitive as it should be um, you know, lacking, especially in the in the defensive end and things of that nature. Um, I think it's I think it's a, a great asset to the game. I feel like it is going to make the game more competitive, especially that there's an actual like incentive or a prize, you know, for the for the winners. Yeah. Um, like I said in the beginning, I, I do feel like I've I've low key noticed um, a difference as far as the competitiveness in the nba um but i overall i think it's i think it's good um i think the 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 prize is is decent i think it could be better i don't know exactly what you know additional incentive they could they could throw in there but the fact that you know whatever team wins every player you know first place they get each player gets half a mil is is definitely something to play harder for for sure yeah, <laughs> regardless yeah, of how that's much that's like one of their vacations or something yeah like you know that yeah that's that's yeah that's that's spending money that's that's easy spending money for you know somebody like somebody like Jalen brown who got a fucking 300 million dollar contract but but i mean nevertheless you know this you know money is money at the end of the day if i can win some free money then fuck it i'm a you know i'm a ball out for it so, yeah, you see who rides to the occasion, you know. Yeah, exactly. Might have some bright stars, so you know some diamonds in the rough in that. Is you know they still go, they gonna be playing hard, so they got the juices flowing. I, I'm fucking with it, man. I think it's gonna be all right. And then you know, I, I'm pretty sure this whole structure is not the not final. You know, it's probably like a a trade and see type of pilot. So it'll probably yeah. change next year into something different. So it, they may increase funds. They may. Mm-hmm change what you know all kind of shit i think it's all right yeah 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 i agree yeah i think i i agree i agree exactly with what you're talking about i do think um that you know this is a a pilot or a tester um and i do think that they they'll be able to as the years pass um they'll be able to one keep it and then two like you said increase the 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 prize for you know first place second place whatever the case may be but over overall I, I like the idea um i like the fact that 
the NBA is listening to the fans mm-hmm. in regards to the, you know us saying that the NBA is not as competitive as it used to be. Um, so I think it's I, I definitely think it's a good it's a good tester to you know see how it plays out, make some adjustments, um, things of that nature. Um, and then the fact that you know it's it's up until December. And then, of course, you have the playoffs in June and you know, shit like that. Um, you have the All Star Game, which that's a whole nother, a whole another conversation to to be made and and figure out. Um, but I like I like the idea of the in season tournament. And as far as the NBA so far, I like how it's how it's been how it's been looking, how it's been set up. So I don't know. Well, I guess we'll we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see how it plays out. You know, we'll see what happens, especially in December, as it gets closer to that. You know, those those top teams and whatnot. Um, of course, shout out to Boston. Um, you know, we doing pretty damn good right now. Starting out pretty damn good. Shout out to Drew Holiday. Been wanting this nigga on the fucking Celtics for who knows how long, but we get we we got him. We fucking got him. <laughs> but um yeah I think it's good man just just having a better understanding of it I think it's I think it's pretty good but um nevertheless now now Trey I do want to I do want to come to you real quick and I, I want to have a let you have a real quick dialogue in regards to uh, some NFL shit, specifically in regards to the Panthers, of course we know you're a Panthers fan. Uh, but I know recently you have brought up that uh, that the the Panthers fans were gonna do like a, a rush on the field or some shit in regards to all the bullshit that's been going on with the Panthers and whatnot. So <laughs> I, I, I do want you to to I know you express your thoughts, you know, privately and you know within the crew and whatnot but i i do want you to express publicly one you know how you feel about the panthers and then two how you feel about specifically in regards to this quote-unquote idea of rushing the field and you know i don't know if it's supposed to be a boycott or whatever the fuck but i just i I want you to express your feelings as a as a panthers fan nah it's supposed to have been some type of um March on Mint Street. So I don't know about rushing the field or whatnot. They're not gonna get through the gate. But um <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand um you know Panthers fans' frustration. You know, I mean coming into this season, you know, they make this big trade, they go get Bryce Young, and the the commentary was always, you know, we're just a we're just a PG QB away. You know, we just a QB away. We got all these pieces that we bringing in to set this QB up for success as soon as he come in here to ball day one. And so when you get that all offseason and, you know, your team media, they push that all offseason. Analysts push that all offseason. You start creating this hope, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, then you get to day one. Day one don't, you know, of the season. You know, preseason don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's preseason, you know, we're going to keep rolling. 
and you get to your first game, and the first game is ah, shit ain't looking too good, mm-hmm. and then you lose six more. <laughs> <laughs> you lose six more, and it's like and damn. And then you start to realize that all these flaws is in your offense. And then you have all these injuries on your defense. And, you know, you get pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) So I can understand that they feel lied to. They feel betrayed because, you know, there were moves that you could have made that that were right there in front of you that would have made the bullet a little bit easier to eat. So you could have kept Steve Wilkes. He was a fan favorite. He's a hometown guy. He he brought back the spirit at the end of last season. So you could have kept him. You should have kept him. And you should have and, and you should have you know went went about things a different way. You you traded Christian McCaffrey. You got your your picks for that. The picks that you use for those you know, for those players they're not panning out right now. So individuals are upset. But you Panthers fans are also getting on my damn nerves. Because you know damn well you can't go storm shit or march on shit. It's not going to change anything in this season. I mean, you, you can voice your your your, your frustrations, but we're going to get our asses kicked all season long. And, and there's not, there's not, nothing marching is going to do about it. So... They treat this I'm shit pretty- like it's like Black Lives Matter or something. Like- <laughs> there's nothing that, that marching is going to do about it. So, I mean, you can go down there and pick your fits all you want. Hey, this team sucks. I'm pretty sure that they know that already. <laughs> they put their product out there on the field. And it's okay. Bryce Young is going to get beat up this year. And the, the, hope for I had, the, the hope that I have is that they don't kill him. So, Put him, you put him in a situation where he's getting rushed multiple times a game, uh, you know, double-digit times a game, and he's getting sacked, he's getting hit. Um, even when he completes a pass, he's getting hit. You're not doing anything to protect him right now. So my question for my, my organization is, do you want to continue to have him out there, let him get banged up like that, or do you want to just have him sit for the rest of the season until you can figure out your offensive line? Because the last thing you're going to want to do is get your number one overall pick hurt because you can't protect his ass. And it's been proven already, we've already seen it, that he can make those passes and he can be that guy, that magician that you want him to be, that, that, that point guard that you want him to be on the field when he has the time. I've seen him make a quick-ass read and drop a dime. I've seen him run to the left stop on the dime, flip his hip to the damn right, and then throw a dart. If he can do all of that, I'm good. I've seen what he can do. Don't kill him. Because <laughs> we need him. We're going to need him next year. When you screw up, when you figure out the all offensive line coaching, you fucked up with Miles Sanders. He is not a fit. You needed a power back. You could have kept Deontay Johnson. As you can see, he ran all over us. Uh, he still has some power in them legs, so you should have kept him. I don't know what happened with that signing, but you should have you should have kept him. And uh, Chubba Hubbard, you need to start him because the offense looks different when he plays. If you can get your run game going and you can start running those play action plays that you want to run with Bryce Young, 
then, then he'll be fine, but you can't protect him. So Hayden Hurst has, has not panned out at all. I don't know what the fuck. When he is open, he drops it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, and, you know, J.C. Horn keeps getting hurt. So, we, our best corner is hurt. It's been hurt for the past three seasons. Or since since we drafted his ass. So, I mean, he ain't really been on the field. So, we're going to get beat up this year. <laughs> and we don't have a number one pick next year. So, that shit going to sting because Chicago got it. And they're going to pick two and three. Or one and three. Because... I don't. I don't see us winning another game. If we do, I'd be. I'd be excited. Woohoo, go team! But I don't see us winning another game because everybody got the fucking blueprint. They could just run through the line. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is running through the line, bro. They not even using skill. They just fucking running. So I don't know if niggas is out of shape or not strong enough or out just they all fucked up on the line. But something, <laughs> it, bro, something, it, something has drastically changed from last year's end of the year line to what we have right now for it to be the same motherfuckers. I know some people are hurt, but the majority of that line is the same. And niggas is just getting pushed. I don't know what happened in the offseason with that line, but they got to fix it. Because I done seen every last one of them individuals on that line ball out. So what the fuck didn't happen? So, I don't know if it's the coach or the way that they practice, uh, nutrition, whatever. But they need to fucking fix it because it ain't working. There you got it. There you have it. From a uh, from a true Panthers fan, man. I mean, I don't know. I sound like niggas just don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> look, I look, man. That's from the outside I, looking in, but I watch. I, I watch every game, whether we win, win or lose. Mm-hmm. You know, but as you should. You know, if we losing, I'm gonna be like, damn, these niggas suck. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat <laughs> none of that. Niggas suck right now. Adam Thielen is the best receiver we got. And he not supposed to be. He doing exactly what he came here for. <laughs> He's the only person doing his job. That's tough. And, and that's and that's crazy. And they have to keep going to him because he's the only person doing the fucking job. <laughs> So now, now he fucking exposed. <laughs> yeah, he the only person. He's he's supposed to be there as the possession receiver, the route runner, you know, the security blanket. All right, Bryce can't throw it deep. Boom, we can hit him right there. But mm-hmm. not every fucking play. I mean, what what? He got to go out there and get your first downs, your touchdowns, your deep plays. He's got to do all of it. He's the only person doing his job. Nobody else on that receiver core. Is doing their fucking job because none of them are getting open, and if they are open, Bryce is already sacked or having to run it. I like Bryce Young, man. 
I, I, I hate that people, uh, these Panthers fans, again, getting on my nerves, mm-hmm. saying we should have picked C.J. Stroud. He balling over there. That's, 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 come on now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just shut that shit on up, man, because that, that don't make, you have what you have. Yo. You have Bryce Young, and Bryce Young is dope. He's a dope quarterback because despite all the shit, that he's going through behind that offensive line, he's still making some good plays. He he had that one game where they fucked his ass up. He got them three interceptions and two pick sixes. But Dang. I mean, hell, they was bound to get that. <laughs> they fucking him up back there. But he still get up. He still he still take fault for everything. He still goes out and he plays. You ain't catching them nowhere crying. You ain't catching them nowhere having a fit. He mature. He's leading. That's what you need in your quarterback. But you see, you sitting here comparing him to C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, he his situation turned out to be better. And that's fine. That's just the mm-hmm. way it helped happen. Shit. Yes. That's just the way it happened. They, they, people did not think the Houston Texans was gonna have, was gonna mesh that well that early on. They thought we were, and it just was flipped, and that's fine. Next year is a different story. They better get that shit the fuck together. Definitely. But obviously, the game plan that they had, it's not fucking working. So they gonna have to, they gonna have to figure it out. This is what's gonna show us what our coaching staff is about. So. That's that's who you need to be looking at right now. They assembled this coaching staff. They said this was the dream team. Now we need to see what them niggas gonna do. Well, tough luck, nigga. I mean, I don't really know what to say. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, y'all y'all. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Y'all had yeah. him before he got traded and shit, right? But you, yeah, he was on our. He was he was drafted by us first. Yeah. So how 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 you feel about losing him? Because apparently that nigga going off. I mean, yeah, I, like you said, like I said, man, I'm a realist, man. Like he was he was gonna go off no matter what team he was on. But the problem the problem with him being on the Panthers was he was everything. It's like they couldn't function without him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And they didn't have they didn't have nothing else without Christian McCaffrey. And so him being traded, I felt was, you know, a step in the right direction for where we need to be going. Mm. We could we probably could have kept him. But if we would have kept them, it would have probably been the same old thing. So they needed to they needed to rebuild. And um, Christian McCaffrey, he didn't deserve to stay on the Panthers for that rebuild. He deserved to be on on the 49ers, balling the fuck out. Because yeah. the boy is talented, man. Why would you wanna why would you wanna keep that bird? You know, why are you gonna keep him in a cage when he'll look better free? That's deep. So that's 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 uh 
that's strong, bro. For you, for you yeah. to say that as a as a as a Panthers fan and be like, you know what, we need to let this nigga go. <laughs> yeah, we need to get what we can for him. We need to get what we can for him. Honestly, I feel like we should have got a first for him, just just based off his production at, at for the Forty Nine ers. But mm-hmm. send him somewhere where he can uh, win a championship because he was he was not winning it with us. And he and, and, a, and a player of that caliber deserves to go try to win a, a championship on a good team. And so we was not going anywhere. Uh, he kept getting injured with us because we kept overusing the hell out of him because that was all that we had. He had to be the receiver. He had to be the running back. He had to be this. I think one time he had to be a quarterback. I don't know. But... If it was going to help us, our team out in the long run for us to win a championship, then let him go win one and get our picks for it. But I just don't think they hit on them picks. So, <laughs> it's just, y'all got a lot of shit to figure out. <laughs> we got a lot of shit to figure out. But, I mean, I, I personally believe that we should probably should have got uh, two firsts for Brian Burns when we had the chance. Because we need to, re- we need to, we need to rebuild. I can also see why we keeping Brian Burns because you know our defense could be could be great. We just have a whole lot of injuries right now. So, so I mean, you can you can go back and forth with that one, but we had to let Christian go. Fair enough, man. I respect it. Yeah. It is what it is, man. Shit, well, as a as a Panthers fan, enthusiast, if I may, we we, we appreciate your insight, brother. You know, we'll yeah. we'll see what happens. You know, obviously this season ain't gonna be it, but maybe in in the next two or three, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can see what happens. Hey man. It is what it is. <laughs> you just here at this point. <laughs> they should if they would have did if they would have did right by Cam Newton, we wouldn't have been in this mess. You're right. You are right. You are absolutely right. Like even I know that shit. You are absolutely right. <laughs> wouldn't have been in this mess, though. <laughs> you are absolutely right, man. Shout out to Cam. Yeah, that, that shit. That shit was a terrible domino effect. Terrible domino effect. It might be karma. It might be, man, because that's sh- the, the 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 way that shit just fell for us. It was abysmal. Yeah, I think it might be karma. Because yeah, they could have kept Cam. They could have kept Cam, and they could have drafted a team for a new quarterback under Cam. Let Cam go at the end. And bring in your new quarterback, bro. They could have did, bro. Man, <laughs> somebody hired this nigga. <laughs> no, don't no, don't hire me. Shit. But I'm just saying, bro. Shit could have played out a lot differently. Yeah, because they gave up a lot after getting rid of Cam. They gave up a whole lot for people that wasn't even better than Cam, in my opinion. And. You got nothing to show for it. At all. You got nothing to show for it. You got a shiny new pick. And 
you abusing them already. <laughs> so the same issues that you had with Cam, y'all still ain't fixed. Y'all still can't protect the quarterback. And that's what I, I don't know. I don't know what what the fuck y'all problem is, but um, they could have kept Cam. Could have kept them picks. Could have stayed away from Sam Darnold. Could have not paid Teddy Bridgewater almost 68, 70 million. And definitely, you know, didn't have to deal with Baker Mayfield. Because hmm. by that time, you would have had somebody else. But, yeah, you know, how's that 2020, I guess? They're probably <laughs> kicking they, themselves in the ass all, all the time. They probably I wake up with one day. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably sitting there like, yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we could have just kept Cam, let him have a full offseason for the first time in two, three years. The guy kept, we could have kept CMC. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh, what well. it is for now, huh? Yeah. Oh, well. I used to cry over spilled milk. <laughs> That's what they say, man. Shit, fair enough. Well, shit. <sighs> On that note, man. Shit. Like I said, we, we gave y'all a little sports chop up. You know, gave y'all a little exclusive. That's what you want to call it. But nevertheless, man, you already know. Podcast is sponsored in part by the famous brand Get Your Dip. Buffalo chicken dip, shrimp and crab dip, Philly cheese steak dip, Cajun jambalaya dip. Um, only with the famous brand, man. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Hit me up. Place your orders. Uh, pickup and delivery is available. Um, if I'm in your city, then I'll let it be known. Hit me up. Pre-orders uh, can be placed. Uh, you will be advised in advance, but... Nevertheless, man, hit me up. Darnell, I'm Famous Brown. Instagram at SmoothD620. Like, share, and subscribe to my YouTube and the Black Tube channel, The Famous Brand. Anybody that does want to be a part of the business spotlight, please send all inquiries to the underscore famous underscore brand at yahoo.com. Um, real quick, uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, Kel Mitchell. I'm glad that Kel Mitchell is doing well health-wise. I know had a health scare recently, um, especially with Good Burger 2 coming out. So, shout-out to Kel Mitchell. Um, also, shout-out to Chris Brown, man. Just dropped the album, uh, 11-11, which is pretty dope. Me, personally, I feel like it's uh, refreshing in regards to this uh, bullshit hip-hop that we've been getting lately and been hearing as far as mainstream is concerned. Um, you know, obviously, with hip-hop, you know, you can search for what you're looking for, but like I said, as far as mainstream, shit been some shit, if we're going to be honest. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Chris Brown. Uh, shout out to the Black and Unfiltered crew. Uh, y'all already know where to follow us. If not, follow us on Instagram and threads at Black and Unfiltered ENT. You can also follow us on Facebook, Black and Unfiltered Entertainment, uh, YouTube, and the Black Tube, the Black and Unfiltered Entertainment Network. Any bookings, inquiries, or uh, opportunities, you can hit us up with our on our email at blackandunfilteredent at gmail.com. That's uh, all spelled out. Um, unfiltered files. Make sure y'all send them unfiltered files, man, if you want to raw perspective on your, uh, your situations. Uh, without bias, 
um, and you just want us to be honest, hit us up, man. Send those to our email as well, blackandunfilteredent at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, man, we just out here rolling, bro. Uh, make sure y'all check out our recent interview um, that just dropped. Uh, I think it's shared on all of our pages. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, other than that, shit, it's Black and Unfiltered, man. We out here. We doing God's work, as head honcho would say. And to this day, y'all niggas still make me sick. Or make him sick. Make all of us sick, shit. Because y'all ain't shit, for real, for real. But we love y'all. We fuck with y'all. And we appreciate y'all. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. We appreciate y'all tuning in. You know, we appreciate y'all helping us build. Um, But at the same time, if you ain't shit, then you just ain't shit. And we don't have a problem with that. <laughs> and here come fucking Morris Peanut coming back. <laughs> My fault, bro, I, I didn't expect to. I didn't expect to. You know, step away that long. My bad. You good, bro. man? Ain't no kind of outside of my control. He's all good, brother, man. Shit. Since you you been in my do you have any last remarks, sir? Uh, you can check out the Black Enough Filter Only Fan page. It's back oh up God, and running. That shit fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, it's back up and running. Uh, still accepting submissions on any of the social media platforms, females only. You said uh, it got banned before because you tried to post a picture of your feet, and they said that's a no go, right? No, no, that wasn't my feet. That wasn't my feet. <laughs> I don't yeah, know who feet around their feet. You know, that shit wasn't mine because them numbers would have went through the fucking roof. If it was <laughs> <mine>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't my feet. I don't know who feed it was, but it might have been two G's. I feel like it was two G's. It could have been two G's. <laughs> it could have been two G's. Two G's feet look like King Louis feet. Ah, damn. It's tough. Like Wiz Khalifa feet. Oh, shit. <laughs> damn. It's rough out here, man. It's, it's, it's real it's, rough out it's, here. It's real tough out here. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas literally standing on business with fucked up feet. <laughs> hey, bro, everybody wasn't born with, you know, a good genetic pool of good feet. <laughs> some of us, you know, some of us fucked up out here. And some of us play sports and our feet just fucked up. It'd be like that, man. Speaking That's of fucked up feet, no disrespect, but uh, happy Veterans Day, man. I know them... Uh, I know what them the boots fuck? be fucking up niggas' feet too. That was a so, hell of a um, transition. Yeah, but no, nah, no, nah, I mean, no, nah, that I mean that's real Happy shit. Happy Veterans like, Day. Them, them, them military Have boots they be fucking up niggas' feet for real. But nevertheless, you know, we are recording this on Veterans Day, so I do want to give a shout out to the veterans, uh, mom and dad. Thank you for your service. Um, shout out to uh, Uncle Blow. Shout out to Tucci. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Pooch as well. Pooch. Um, you know, thank y'all for y'all service. All the veterans out there, we highly appreciate y'all. We thank y'all. Um, you know, if we're being honest, we wish that veterans could get treated better, but hey, it unfortunately it is what it is. Nevertheless, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for y'all service. But on that note, see y'all next week, man. We out of here. Bye. <laughs>